1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Welcome to the Backpacking Blisters podcast, everybody. This week we have a very special episode that was originally released as a Patreon episode last year. We got some feedback suggesting this could help a lot of folks out there, so we decided to release this as a regular episode. Please enjoy. B, this is Derek, and with me today is the only man over 40 who still brings his night-night blankie and his little <laughs> teddy bear, Carl Mandrioli. What's going on, buddy? Hey, man. How's your Teddy uh, Rex been doing? Is it Teddy, teddy Rex been, yeah, it's kind of sounding rough, even with new batteries, I'll be honest. Right. Or you yeah. were, or it was my buddy or kid yeah, sister. All those. Or I, got, I got all those. Everything. That makes, yep. Yeah. I'm a collector. Uh, with me today is Derek Somerville. He's a man that believes a two-year-old is kind of like having a blender without having the top on it. Oh, yeah. That's pretty funny. That sounds yeah. like a Jerry Seinfeld quote. But It's uh, a Jerry Seinfeld quote. I can't take oh. credit for that one. Yeah. Okay. Wait, how, well. Did you know that it was Jerry Seinfeld because I told you that ahead of time? Yeah. yeah that's okay. exactly why. Yeah. Man, you are a good listener. It's like I knew. I heard yeah. you, buddy. I heard you. You did. You did. So this is the 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 best tips for taking kids. Hopefully, we'll see. That's that's the goal the for this episode. There's a lot of information out there about taking kids. Oh. Uh, we did. We've had some requests about this. The most recent one from Jer Bear. Um, Jer Bear. So this is for him and for any others that want to take families, kids, scouts, either now or sometime in the future. They have aspirations. Mm. There's got to be something here for somebody. So I'm hoping. Yeah. Let's start off with the, with the basic of basic questions. Yeah. How young would you go? Well, I've never done it. I don't think I'll ever have to, but I would say, I don't know. I mean, I'd like to say like five. That'd be my, I don't know. Is that a good age in your experience? Uh, before before I tell you my age, when you say like that you've never done it before, do you really mean not only have I done it, but I've gone with you, Carl? With with kids, well, yeah, that's true. I have brought my own baby. It's true. Uh, yeah, so the, you went really young. You went one, yeah, one that's, year old. That's uh, you, I, th- I guess I'm thinking the mentality like you're bringing kids that can like fend for themselves a little bit and like carry gear and all. No, stuff. no, we're making no assumptions. Okay, no assumption. Then bringing... if we're not talking like yeah. toddlers plus, then uh, you could bring like yeah, we brought the babies. I brought a baby, and uh, we had a mellow trip. And um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I didn't have any problem with it. It was good, but depends on the kid, okay. I guess. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it does depend on the kid. And so, yeah, we've gone as as young as one, one and a half, but that's not how, that doesn't answer my question because I'm asking, like, you know, how young you would go with all of your knowledge, with all of your experience. I would not do that again. 
I think people are trying to no. prove something like, look, we got we brought the baby with diapers. We we just packed out the diapers. No big no. deal. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I I, I think I'm yeah. gonna go five. So years I think old. five. I I went a little younger and it worked out okay. Um, but we did a lot of practicing. I think five is a good starter age for sure. So I'm gonna agree with you on that, and say yeah. I'm sad that you could not remember going backpacking with your own kid. So there you go. <laughs> no, I remember. I remember that trip. I thought we were talking yeah, about. There's a lot going on with that trip. So I, I should hope that you remembered it. Like rain most of the time, and we had llamas. We, we had, had llamas. llamas. I mean, we it was did. great. That was we a great did. trip. Okay. Well, Proverbs twenty two six says, "Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he or she is old, he or she will not depart from it." So this is obviously referring to spiritual Ooh, instruction. True. But you know what? Why not to kill two birds yeah. with one stone here? Isn't the trail the best time to teach kids i mean what better place to have some deep conversations right on the trail right Right. this is your this is your honey pot of why you love to go is one good conversations was that one of the reasons yeah well yeah i mean good 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 conversations on the trail is big for you it's when you're going with multiple families and with going with multiple kids where the kids have friends or cousins or whatever uh those conversations don't happen quite as much as you'd think they would I I believe that actually. Yeah. And then yeah. adult conversations on the trail tend to have a shelf life. They get interrupted constantly. So that, that makes sense. There's yeah. other reasons to go. But yeah. All right. So what we do is we came up with, with tips for for bringing the fam, getting the fam out there, bringing the kids and making it a success. Not just getting them out there, but making it a success. And then yep. as I was thinking through a lot of this, if I actually came up with my own separate category of things to beware so mm. things that I've learned that just just something to be mindful of is your you know your plan and stuff. All right. So well, that sounds good. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'll go first. Go for it. First thing on my list for tips is this sounds obvious, but I'll be specific here. Don't overdo the miles. That's deep. It's deep. That's it's really not, deep. It's probably on everybody's list, right? It's okay to start easy. You would have ripped me apart if I said that. Well, I have more information though. Okay, dive in. Okay, it's, it's okay to start easy. It's okay to start with an overnighter. The rule of thumb is one mile per year of age, uh, up to, up until about yeah. seven or eight, and then it really depends on their experience, fitness level, and motivation level. But that's right. the common question you get is like, well, how many miles should we go? And so if you're talking like a five-year-old, and if, they, you know, if they're relatively active, they can do five miles. It might take a long time. You might have a lot of breaks and stuff, but they can do it. They could, they could tap that out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. That's good. Um, I th- I'm glad you explained that. I was a little worried. Yeah, so I'm going to say my f- my first one is to give the uh, give the kids some glow sticks for nighttime. Mm. You know, get a little antsy. They don't know what to do. Maybe you can't play board games. You give a kid something to fool around with that glows in the dark. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's hard to say that they wouldn't have fun with that. In my opinion, okay. hide the glow stick, fetch the glow stick, steal fetch? the glow stick. You're playing fetch with the kids. Well, how, yeah, if your kid's like, young enough. Like, I'm going to throw this out into the wilderness, like, next exactly. to all the mountain lions. Go find Exactly. It. And have the three-year-old that you brought go get him. Okay. Or the five-year-old. Nice. Yeah. And they probably won't Have the youngest the kid. Have the youngest kid go get him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I yeah. think, yeah, just having the glow sticks, we've done that for sure. We actually brought some on this past trip. And I don't think we busted them out because they were just having so much fun doing other stuff. But um, Save them. Yeah. I think, they, yeah, no, they're, they're fun to have for sure. Yeah. I think that it's fun to be able to keep track of where they are as well, so you can see them from oh, distance. Oh, that seems really exciting. Keep Keeping track of them? Yeah. You need to keep track of your kids, my friend. Yeah, I know. You don't want them wandering off. All right. 
second thing is consider what is going to be fun and memorable to your kids mm-hmm. when you're going there. So like what mm-hmm. really is going to make it just an awesome experience? It's not just about yeah. conquering the miles, even though that's what I like to do personally. So think about like campfires, s'mores, card games, stories, stories, like not hopefully not scary right. ones, rocks to climb on, mm. um, friends or cousins that might come along. So yeah. like, well, from, I think you're mainly like you're creating a lot of great memories for your kids, right? I mean, that's probably one of the biggest reasons in my opinion. Like I still remember doing trips when I was a little kid, like five, six, seven, eight and how fun it was. So yeah. And what was fun is, about it? I think just getting out, seeing nature, seeing different things other than okay. where you live, and so none of the things on my list were fun about it. No, no, those are kind of boring. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, those are all good. Those are all good. Okay, yeah, I think so. I'm very mindful of like you know what camp's going to be like. You know, there should be something to look forward right. to and s'mores. And... Are you a s'more guy? Yeah, yeah. Good yeah s'more? We, we we I mean you know when we can have the campfires, of course. So right. we do the s'mores for sure. That's okay. like almost every single trip, and yeah, kids love that. Um, True. So yeah, just what's gonna be fun and memorable? Do you have any you know traditions or things that you can set up that is awesome? But yeah, the scary stories thing. I don't know. What's your take on that? Eh, I mean, if they're younger kids, no. Maybe I don't know. Maybe something like you could do like a G-rated PG. But I, I I'd say that for maybe like the older kids. Yeah, I think maybe seven, eight, nine. Yeah, and I'm more older. on the conservative side with that, where I don't want to freak any kids out or have you know make them have nightmares, thinking like, is there like even a shred of truth to that? What if these are kids that have been backpacking before? They kind of know what's going on, and then you're like, mm-hmm. all right, let's mix it up a little bit this year. If there's like, on. you know, there's some s- stories that like seem scary at first, but there's kind of like a punchline at the end where it's like, oh, ha ha ha, like one of those types of stories. Right. That I think I'm, I'm more for, but not the ones yeah. where you're like. And that kid was never seen again. What if you have a really just obnoxious kid on the trip somehow? Mm. I don't know if it's your kid, another kid, but you're like, you know what? This kid, this kid needs a scary story. Yeah. So just, you no. want to get revenge against an obnoxious kid with a scary story is what you're saying. Exactly. Is that is that what you're kind of angling for? You, like, do you, do you check with the parents like, hey, guys, I know little Bobby's been a real pill. Do you want me to, I can tell him a scary story. Yeah. Like set him straight. You want to yeah. Do that? Uh, no. no. That's kind of no. your thing. I don't do That's that. That's not your thing? No. Okay. I'm, I, right. I, try, I try to just keep, keep things as positive as possible and joke around, that kind of thing. But um, anyway, that was my that was my second one. What's your second one? I like one? that. That was good. Thanks. Uh, I would say, let's say you have little ones, five okay. years old, and maybe they are maybe they get a little nervous. Maybe they have a little trouble with the pee-pee, the poo-poo. Do you bring – some people requested um, – or not requested, suggested bringing an extra sleeping bag in case you have a little potty issue mm. on – in the camp. So if you have a right. situation night one, well, either you're going to be sleeping with a PP sleeping bag for the next day or two, or you brought the extra sleeping bag, which right. I understand is extra weight. But if you have a kid that you know has bathroom issues, mm-hmm. it might save you a world of hurt. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I think that's overkill. I would say bring some sort of sleeping bag liner if you can. and uh, Or in your that'll... case, you get your sleeping bag, you just turn inside out. So you get, you know, <laughs> just flip it inside out. That is not an issue for me anymore, my friend. Do they have a waterproof, not waterproof, but like, um, well, yeah, I guess like fluid. Like if you pee in a liner, hmm. what do you go want the, the pee liner? to stay puddled up for them to, to just rest in? Ideally, yeah. I mean, you, you want to, I mean, what's the point of the liner if it's going to go through right to the sleeping bag anyway? Yeah, I think that it just provides another barrier and then you can hopefully dry out the sleeping bag and, the, you know, hopefully that's, there's that opportunity. I'm just thinking an extra layer of absorption. 
Yeah, that's not so. gonna last long. Have you seen some kids can just go. I mean, I yeah. don't know. We'll and that's where you start with the overnight. So that's why you kind of figure things out on the overnight, and hopefully that's not an issue yeah. when you go two, three nights. True. Yeah. Uh, what's your next one? I don't want to bring extra sleeping bags. That's that's kind of what it boils. I don't. Do. I wouldn't either. I'm just yeah. saying pe- people suggested it. I yeah. wouldn't do it. I'm not gonna. Do it. Um, as they start to get older, I would try to have them like buy in during the planning process, and so you know things like help them come up with some sort of list, like a food list or a gear list, or have them pick out the snacks that they're excited mm. about. Have yeah. them look at the map and you know plan the way to yeah. go. Maybe have them make the decisions of the junctions even. Um, yeah. Have them pack their own gear. You know, like you can definitely help them organize and they can go through the gear list with them but have them actually physically put it in their pack yeah and and what i did with my kids this this past trip was i actually had them weigh their packs and make sure that their pack weights were appropriate since mm. i actually had them carry extra water and we had to make sure that it wasn't too heavy for them because you know they're helping us out so right they right. actually really enjoyed weighing their packs and kind of you know doing the math on 20 percent and determining if it was yeah. the appropriate weight so including Cute. them makes them buy in more Look at you. That's that's very true. Yeah, I'm proud of you for including your kids in that process. I, I will say that my daughter even said, because her pack's kind of like it still the the frame still fits her, but the capacity is a little too small for her. So she's like, I, I could use a bigger pack, and I would just love to help carry more of the group gear. And I just she thought, said that she did. I was like, thank you. Is that thank is she you. going for daughter? She's like daughter of the year going on that. I know she, she earned a lot of. I was like, I will happily buy you a new pack if you're gonna help. That's how. Gear. That's how you get the new pack right yeah. there. She carried. Yeah. What did she carry? Like three liters of water beyond wow. beyond her water bottle. So she had her, you know, whatever her wow. seventeen ounces, and then she carried three liters. And that's a lot. I still had a crazy heavy pack in Canyonlands, but my goodness, how much that helped so much. So that's huge. Yeah, wow. my son Good carried an extra two, but not that much. Well, he'll yeah. get there. Anyway, no doubt. Sorry, I'm, uh, I'm bragging now. I didn't. I should have done that. I mean, the horn has been tooted. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Uh, I would say the next thing, uh, the, uh, the last one I had was uh, make sure you give each kid like an, their own individual headlamp or flashlight. Otherwise, what you're probably going to get a lot of kids getting you know frustrated. They can't find things. Right. Or right. You're gonna they love kids. having those. Yeah, and you're going to yeah. get you don't want kids like fighting over who gets the light and all that garbage. Yeah. Just give them their own light. Make your life easy. Um, well, now if you give them the flashlight rather than the headlamp, are they going to play lightsaber battles? I know you did that as a child, yeah. which seems awesome. Um, I would encourage that. Okay, do All some right. lightsaber so you're, battles. You're turning a corner. I'm proud of you. Proud of yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, I got one more. <laughs> yeah. So this one I think should be helpful for both the kids and the parents. Right. They do need a sleeping pad just for the R value. But they mm. don't need the best one. They don't even need an inflatable one the earlier they go. So what I did was mm. I just cut up old foam pads that I had that I used to use, and I cut yeah. them to their size so that way they were really, I mean, what did they weigh, like three, four ounces, like hardly anything. And yeah. uh, it took until this year where my same daughter was like, okay, my hips are starting to hurt on the ground. Right. So I thought, well, I got, I've gotten away with this for years, so I'm right. happy to buy her a pad for the next trip because um, she's definitely earned it. You know, she's gone enough times. Right. And, but yeah, you know, like she lasts until age 12. It's that, so they, that will work for years. You can use kind of cheapo pads and not have to buy the gear. And, you know, because the frustrating thing with kids is when you're buying the gear, like they're constantly growing stuff. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So that's a good idea. That's yeah, good. Thanks. I like that one. There you go. Um, yeah. Okay. So one issue that we didn't address, we're kind of focusing on kids, is getting your spouse out there. Mm. taking a spouse who's reluctant or just simply maybe just says, I don't want to go. What do you think about that? 
what do I think about it? I think that'd be tough to take yeah. all the kids by yourself. And it's it's fun. I think I think it's one of those things too. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like you know, maybe you're reluctant to go, but once you get out there, once you get going, it can be a lot more pleasant. And obviously, the beautiful scenery around can change yeah. your attitude. So, I think getting over the hump of getting them to go is a challenge. I mean, that would be a hard one. I think. Yeah. Um, I would rather. Thankfully, my wife goes with me but i would rather just take the kids and not have her go if she doesn't want to go i do not want to force the issue because right. you're talking about having to monitor your kids now you're having to t- you know you talk about you know monitoring your spouse whether it's your husband or your wife like like that's just an issue that's, that just makes the trip harder that sounds like a great movie right there a yeah. lot of great camping movies like that yeah yeah family it, fights I can you know uh so just something yeah i don't know that you want to force it i will say that um our buddy nate brought his wife Lindsay on our last trip and it was her first time going and she Mm. was reluctant to go she had a Mm. but she's the kind of person that has a great attitude and so i'm not she kind of expressed that this wasn't quite for her but she still had a fun time so if you have that kind of a person as your spouse that that could work yeah yeah for her yeah all right so i got my things to beware and you can agree or disagree with this Okay. Uh, these are things I've learned from, you know, trip saboteurs and recent trips. Because so my first one is, if you go with your spouse and the kids, um, your levels of comfort with how the kids are playing, like in camp, um, may be different and might cause some tension. So what I'm mm. talking about here is like, you know, climbing on the rocks that might be unmonitored or semi-monitored right. or using like sticks as guns or sticks as swords. Right. Or a big bone of contention was just generally throwing rocks. Oh, so, yeah. expectations there could cause some tension that is a great point i think yeah uh, and, and maybe something you have you is that something you would tend to address with your spouse ahead of time like hey these are some things that could happen i would go i i tend to defer to the people that are the most conservative with that stuff because i just want i don't want them to be uncomfortable right so if they don't want sticks used as guns or weapons then i just say no even though i don't care with that stuff right i would right. say yeah sorry we can't do that okay okay yeah. Um, if, especially like, cause that can actually cause some damage. Yeah. The big one that was on this last trip was the throwing rocks. So what's your take on throwing rocks? <laughs> Don't do it. Ever? Um, well, we've been on trips where adults throw rocks. So this is not just yeah, a good thing. Well, that's true. I would say, are we skipping stones? That's different. Um, if you're going to throw rocks, I mean, if they're just, I don't know, like stay away from camp. Number one, I mean, I would yeah. say stay away from camp and, right try to find a body of water because i feel like if you find a body of water they're going to focus on the body of water yeah not each other for sure that'd be my uh i think that those are fair if you're gonna do that i'm more on the side of don't ever throw rocks because we've just heard crazy stories where people are up high they're throwing rocks they're like let's just throw to an area where there's nobody down below and then there's like people down below right and so our buddy nolton had rocks like raining through his tent like making holes from people that just didn't know he was there camp below we had uh, on one trip, I had a, like, this is where you actually kind of have to throw a rock, was he was trying to throw the rope over the tree, mm, you know, where you right, tie the rope right, off right. to the rock. Yeah. And we have this assumption that, like, people just know how to throw. Yeah, they don't. And a lot of people don't. And so he threw and it went up and behind him and landed on a cooking pot and broke the handle. <laughs> and it was like this guy's, like, he was, like, sentimental about it. It was, like, a problem. Wow. And... So I was like, I was like, hey, you should probably never throw the rock over the tree limb again. Like, never. That's not your job anymore. 
And so <laughs> people just don't throw, they don't aim right. Or if you ever, if you see the kids, especially, you know what, just make sure that there's nobody around um, when you're throwing rocks. There's always a kid that just like not paying attention and then somebody gets hit with a rock. Mm-hmm. So we had two kids, two kids get hit with rocks on our last trip. Do you, that sounds miserable. Um, yeah. Was there crying involved? Uh, there was crying involved on our last trip for sure. Not from the rocks though. Okay. Um, that sounds fun. Um, I, I remember we had a throwing competition one, one year. Uh, we, we were throwing shoes across a river to yeah. a, to a log and you did not think I could make it to the log, which incorrect was, yeah, and well, we have video footage of me rooting for you. I'm rooting for you to hit the log with your shoe and you were so close. It was a long throw. Was it, was and, it like uh, genuine rooting or like mockery rooting? You, uh, I think you can watch the video footage okay, well. and determine. Nope. I this is a time when I was encouraging you and you are trying to throw that back in my face somehow. I was nice. trying. I was nice. trying. Did you nice. throw the? Did you throw anything across the river? If it was a long time ago, and I don't think we had that on. on uh, isn't that convenient? Know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe. All right. Okay. Uh, next one I have for t- things to be aware is double and triple check your packing job. With so much mm. to pack, it's easy to forget things, yes. especially for yourself. Yes. So. I brought a guy who did a good job packing for his kids, and he forgot his own sleeping bag. Oh, yeah. That uh, how that how'd that go? That, uh... um, <laughs> I think we shared that story. It was a couple seasons ago. It was Jared, and we we brought some fun things for the kids. I brought the dinosaur costume, so he ended up using the dinosaur costume as a sleeping bag. Oh, you did tell me that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. pretty funny. So just yeah, you, you got to check. So the, typically, I'll forget. Usually, it's a small thing, but I'll typically forget one or two things. When I'm packing, because it's usually for, I'm packing for my wife too. Not completely, but partially. Uh, two more. If you have picky eaters or kids mm. that can't monitor food intake, you need to really watch this. It's a big one. This is a big one. Yeah. 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 I mean, this is obviously, I don't know, it's relevant to your personal life, but you want to bring your nephew. Is he a picky eater? No. No, he's not. All right. Well, well let me check. Let me take that. Well, it depends. I might have to yeah. revamp the food because, yeah, he might be particular about some things. That's true. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think. I'll, I'll, I'll just share that on this. Yeah, so we had a kid who was, um, I don't know, he wasn't super vocal, and we're hiking along. We've gone, I don't know, like a mile and a half, and he's like, are we stopping soon? I'm I'm hungry. And that's like a common whiny thing for a kid. Right. And I was like, we're, we'll stop in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then, like, one of the moms was like, actually, I think he, like, he's not looking so good. Like, he really needs to stop. And so we figured out that he had had uh, nothing to eat yet that day. And so he was crashing. Yeah, he was crashing. And so he got some food in him, and he was awesome the rest of the day. The day after that, um, we're about, we're going back to the trailhead, and we are about, we're less than half a mile from the trailhead. And he just crashes and starts crying. He's like, I just can't, like, I can't go on. I got Whoa. no energy. And so we figure out he had, he did have breakfast that day, but he had protein. He had like those beef sticks, but no carbs. Oh gosh. And so. Gotta mix yeah. it up. Yeah. Gotta mix it up. Gotta All mix right. it up. Wow, that's intense. Um, last thing to be aware is it's gonna be, this is gonna be tiring. Bring your kids. It's tiring. Yeah. But it's hopefully fun and worth it, so. Hopefully you can look back and be like, we made some great memories and they want to yeah. go and. It's an investment. Yeah. It's an investment. So True. there should have been something in there for somebody who wants to bring kids. Um, 
Yeah. Give us some feedback, though. I know we have, like, we got Doug, the scout leader. Uh, he's just a wealth of wisdom. Anybody else out there with kids, like, I'm open to new ideas myself. So if you have anything that works that just you think we should, you know, do or try, let us know for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. I've got some trivia. Bring it. Okay. Bring it. Uh, this trivia is called Kids These Days. Oh. Kids These Days. Kids These Days. <laughs> oh, jeez. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Dot com. All right, here we go. Go for First it. First question. Yeah. Do you allow them to bring a cell phone to take pictures? Ooh, uh, that's so tough. Well, I know. I've thought about this a lot. That's a tricky one. Um, hmm. I mean, there's no reception out there, right? Can they? I mean, there are right. there are games you can play without Wi-Fi, though. Hmm. Correct. That would be the problem. I would say no. If it's like their first mm-hmm. few times going, I don't know. I, I would say no. I mean, I would almost yeah. be like, I'll take some pictures for everybody, or maybe you can snap a few with my phone if you want or something right. like that. But, I mean, part of the whole deal is just getting out there and getting away from technology. Like We've talked about that. Right. So Correct. I would lean toward no. I'm with you. I, the, the other solution I thought of, and I don't know if this is reasonable, is to bring – it's just to give them like a cheapo digital camera. I, say, I was going to say they have those little handheld deals. You just hit a button yeah. and record stuff or snap photos too. That's, that's right. Option. Right. I would almost, I'd be willing to invest in that just so they didn't bring their cell phone. Yeah. That's, that'd be yeah, it. Cause they'll, they'll end up playing games and then it, yeah, it wrecks the experience. Exactly. So. Yep. All right. Correct. My friend. Correct. Correct. All right. So we're in a group and we got to hang the food. Yep. Do you allow a non-athlete to throw the rock over the tree to hang the food? <laughs> a non-athlete. Would I let you throw the rock over the tree is what you want to know? Oh, boy. Oh, uh, boy. I mean, part of me wants them to do it just to see what would happen. But um, <laughs> but I, I think I'd lean towards somebody who I, – I feel like if they're not confident, they're not going to do it, though. Are they going to, like, volunteer? Do people volunteer for this? <laughs> You'd be surprised at how the the worst like this happened. Dude, when I was coaching flag football, 
the worst athletes were like, I can play quarterback. What are you talking about? <laughs> and so I'd be like, all right, let's, let's practice. And then it would be like oh, interception five times in a row. And, th- and then I'd be like, yeah, you can't play quarterback. And they're like, what's it? Why not? You're like, they just yeah. don't get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the safe answer is to go toward the athlete, but I, I, I'll just take any volunteer. If you're okay to let them try, then I think you got to be ready to yell the phrase, everybody watch out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, because that's that right. Yeah, I could go anywhere. I mean, I'm up for it. And if they really chuck it, you can't quite track with it, then, you know, especially because. Are trees. you confident with your rock throwing skills? I'm actually pretty good. I'm usually on the first try, I get it over. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if it's not the first try, it's the second try. Some people are chucking for a while. That's funny. <laughs> Let's be honest. That's funny. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, number three. Okay. When taking a llama to carry your gear, yeah. what is one tip for success? Balance the load and mm, uh, wow, and, good memory. And speak to your speak to your animal. Become one. <laughs> Bond. Bond with them. Can you remember the name of either of the llamas we took? Oh, it was forever I cannot. Ago. I was okay. just thinking about that the other day too. The only reason why I know is because we took the same two on a, on a later trip. Yeah. Uh, BJ and Dom were our llamas, and Dom. Um, they were feisty. Beej and Dom. Yeah. Did you have Beej or did I have Beej? Do you remember? Um, I don't know. BJ mm. was the black one. Yeah. But one of the advantages, if you are, live in an area where you can actually rent llamas, it sounds totally weird, but this is a, it's a thing. You can rent llamas to carry your gear, and they yep. can carry, I think, upwards of 40 pounds. You do have to balance it, like Derek suggested. Like, that is a big deal. That's a big deal. It'll wreck things. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so if you can do that, then the llamas can carry your gear. And one advantage is if you're going in an area that has predators, mm. they tend to keep the predators away. So it's a little safer camp environment yeah. for kids. Yeah. Yeah, and they poop a lot too. So beware of that. They do, but they don't—they're not very high maintenance for the no. most part. They were great. I would do that yeah. again. They were great. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, let's dumb. tuck that away. I think I had dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got a couple tidbits, my friend. All right. Do it. Okay. So we, you know, we we have I don't know what is it four sponsors on our our regular shows and. Yeah. Really, the two of them just came came in for the last part of the season. I don't know that they're going to renew with us, and, and they got we gave them a pretty good deal. So it's not like that we're you know raking it in or anything. Right. Every once in a while, we get companies reaching out to us for you know like, are we interested in possibly using them as a sponsor? Yeah. And uh, we got we got one a little while ago. I want to I want to run by you here. Oh. Okay. Okay. This is a I want to say it's a German or czech republic something like central europe hmm. uh company okay. that sells uh hosiery hosiery yeah huh so they sell socks but i think a big part of their business is pantyhose huh well you know i love my socks so right that's a tough one um do they feel like they're gonna get a lot of business with a backpacking podcast they reach out to us that is really interesting yeah. Um, I guess I'd be thinking to myself, what do they want us to say about their products? Okay, so you want to analyze this because if they're like, we I have got. socks and blah 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 blah, then right. sure, go get some socks. Okay. But yeah, I don't know if I'd be promoting pantyhose. You know, right? Once I saw the pantyhose, I hit delete. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this might have been the best sponsor of our life, and you just deleted. Okay. Yeah, I don't care. I don't want to. I don't want any part of that. All so right, well. Yeah. <laughs> Every woman is now offended. We are fully funded by a pantyhose company. <laughs> we, uh, every woman is offended that, uh, you know, I don't know. Do they wear pantyhose on the trail? Probably not. <laughs> I don't see that very often. It's more yoga pants, nah. right? Tights. 
Exactly. It is a yoga pants. Well, you would know. You pants. wore them on our last trip. You wore uh, leggings not. and uh, shorts. Did not. In 28 degree weather, people. He doesn't care. It gets cooler every time you share the story. It really is enjoyable. I'll keep going with it, too. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So, speaking of that, it's my that my last tidbit is I, I've been saying that future trips hinge on the success of the ones before, and um, so we are going to, you know, plan a future trip. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you're going to make this one, but are you, are you going to try at least? With the kids you're talking about? I'm just talking about in general. There's a future Patreon trip. Oh, well, I'm going to attempt it. Yeah, I mean, there's no guarantees for me. I know you're able, you're, you're yeah. able to do more trips than I am, so. and Yeah, uh, it, well, I'm can, I, there's always factors for me as well. My factors typically resolve themselves sooner than yours do. Yes, that's very true. Yeah, so like, like for example, I don't have anything on the calendar yet because I'm um, waiting to, like I'm still a probationary teacher, and this is my final year of probationary status, and so I'm... Once I sign the contract that I know that I'm coming back next year, mm. I can plan that I'll have a job next year, which is important. Oh, so yeah, that so is I'm waiting for that contract, and that should be coming out soon. Right. But anyway, so that's like one factor for me. But uh, I did put out a question to everybody: just Are you interested in going? Mm. I changed up some things on Patreon. Just I just want to come up with a list of who's interested in potentially going, whether it's this year or in the future. It's just so I can kind of comprise an email list. And there's still a handful of folks that have not responded. Okay. So if you could respond and let me know, even if, it's, even if it's no, it's fine. Like if you're just happy with the bonus episodes and you just like supporting our podcast, we heavily appreciate heavily that. Heavily appreciate Heavily. Heavily. So yes. yeah, um, I did try to make it harder for new Patreon supporters mm. to to go on these trips just so that the numbers didn't blow up. So if they right. really want to go, they can of course go. But I just wanted to, I just basically I upped one of the tiers Ooh. to... Um, for, for any new supporters. So everybody Got else it. is sort of grandfathered in, but new supporters would have to pay a little bit more per month to, to qualify for the, these Patreon trips. It's getting intense, guys. It's getting intense. Well, I don't know. What, what do you think? What's the what's the comfortable level of people going on a trip in general for you? What's what's max? I don't know. Max what do we have, 11? Last time we had 12. I thought we had 11. Yeah. Well, we can work on counting. I think we counted 11 like twice on the trail, but that's just me. Um, I could be. This wrong. is what I was talking about. I told people that you would not be able to keep track of everybody, <laughs> and you don't even know how many people are going. I thought we had one cancel, so we had eleven. I thought. Yeah, we had two people cancel, um, and we had fourteen down to twelve. Okay, well, I sit corrected. Um, yeah, yeah, but that was a good number. I, I, had a, I had a good time. I think it was again, and we're talking about people who go backpacking. They're familiar with backpacking. They know their stuff. Oh, yeah. So it's it's a lot more. To me, it's a lot less stress. That was a lo- I think it was like a low stress. Like people knew what they, you know, they had their own routine dialed in. So it's a lot more. I right. think when you have that, you can risk a few more people, and it's not that big of a deal. But for sure. So what's your number? So let's go with the, let's go with the dozen. Let's go with the dozen. Really? Okay. You want to go bigger? Did you feel like you were able to connect with everybody? Yeah, I do. Um, okay. I did not. Well, maybe I feel like there were a few a few folks that I wanted to spend more time with that I did not. Maybe get that was uh, well, well, yeah, it was a short trip, but I think uh, maybe that just says more about me than you. And also, um, I think <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I think that too, like when you, I don't know, like I just that seemed like a, we've been on a trip with ten guys, and it seemed like way more work, way more work. And with ten, what, what was that? Wasn't that the trip uh, we had siblings on the trip? I mean, how many people were on that trip? Oh, you know what I'm talking I, about? yeah, you might be right about that one. Actually, I'm I think sorry. that was ten. Yeah, and that was a long time ago. And it was a long time ago. That was more work. 
the van. I would say that I'm okay with a bigger number if the trip is longer, so there's more time to, you know, to dig okay. in, and obviously without having the the shuttle in the middle. So that's maybe maybe I'm okay with that. But I, yeah, if we could All if right. we could dial it down to ten, you're thinking like eight to ten. Maybe. I'm th- I'm realizing well, how many people have already said yes on this? Not necessarily for this year, but I'm thinking next year there's a likelihood of ten plus for sure, which is. And you and you're and you're saying is this including us or not including us? This is including us. Okay. Yeah, and there could be right. more because we might bring some of our you know July trip guys on some of these trips as well. So we'll see. It's quite possible. I know Rocky wants to make one. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, who wouldn't want Rocky on the trip? He's great. He's exactly. great on the trip. The most popular guy from our sure. podcast. For sure. So, uh, I think Are we saddled up. I think that's it, my friend. That's it. That's We're saddling up. That's it. Yeah. Oh. We did it again. We survived. I had a good time. I hope you had a good time. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Remember, if uh, you lose Carl, um, just look for his glow stick necklace, and you'll find him without a problem. legendary shows in the outdoors is on waypoint tv don't miss primo's truth about hunting wednesday nights at 7 p.m eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment you're listening to the waypoint podcast network brought to you in part by hunt stand the number one hunting and land management app